Hey, hey. Oh, that's a bit loud. Again? All right. Get that adjusted a bit. Hello, everyone. Great to be back after a long weekend. Good weekend. Hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. So back at it on this Tuesday. Like I said, um, hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. I did. It was pretty good. Um, lots of stuff to talk about. I know Reezy will be here momentarily doing some uh, devices, getting those uh, worked out. So, like I said, everything's good. All right, back in the place to be. Um, Lots of stuff going on here lately, so we got some things to talk about. Like I said, Mr. Reezy will be here momentarily, and uh, we will definitely see what's going on with him. He has weekend wrap-up, and at the top of the hour, we will do uh, Reezy's rants, so that should be good also. So, as of right now, let's go ahead and get into a little bit. We got a little bit of news going on, guys. News check. All right, everyone. Breezy. What's good, my guy? Ah, uh, nothing to it, nothing to it. Good to be talking with you again, my man. We're getting Likewise. into the news check. Switched up the theme music a little bit. The last I thing. It sounds very majestic, very regal. Vintage, you think? Yeah, man. Awesome. Do I sound too loud to you, or are we good? No, you're good, man. All right, awesome. Man, let's get into this. So, I know you've heard about the uh, Osaka Saga. <laughs> I like the Osaka Saga. Yeah, man. The Osaka Saga. So, what is uh, what is your take on all this? Or you want me to go, or you want to go ahead and, and tell them what's going on? I mean, as the Asian American on the pod, I will let you go first. All right, thank you, my man. Thank you. Um, okay, so man, she... Up. She part black, man. Hold up. however you want to do it my man no go ahead man um so i guess she pulled out of the french open um Mm -hmm, basically mm -hmm. for our listeners here (laughs) um so she uh wasn't going to do any more media um and uh and she actually did like skip the media uh obligation I believe, and then she got fined fifteen thousand um, by the whatever tennis committee. I don't know who that is, and they uh, they threatened to default her from the tournament, and so she then subsequently pulled out. So that's the backstory. Um, here's my take on this. So I get that athletes need to do that sort of thing, you know, after 
you know, games, whatnot. It's kind of like a, a third party viewpoint, I guess. So I understand that, uh, you know, media's got a job to do as well. Um, and so, you know, those are obligations that do need to be met. However, the thing that kind of gets me is stop asking the same goddamn questions in a different way. Like it's some kind of pre-employment, you know, Scantron test, man. That's what pisses me off. The, the okay. Myers-Briggs assessment. Right. That's the same question. And not everybody is going to react to that the same way, right? Someone tells you they don't want to talk about something, you know, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to. It's going to piss you off if somebody asks you the same thing you don't want to talk about or brings it up in like a different you know, sneakeration way, you know, that's just, that's annoying. It's fucking annoying. True, so, true. yeah, I think uh, they could have sat down and talked about it, you know, had an open dialogue instead of kind of threatening, having to go that route, you know, and then that's not going to do anybody any good because, I mean, look at Saban, you know, I, he gets up there, he's pissed. And I think part of it is kind of the entertainment value, but not everybody is Nick Saban, right? Yeah. Um, so even Belichick does his a certain way. Belichick don't want to be up there, but you know, right? He he tries to make them as unentertaining and boring as possible. Exactly. He's got his own method. Can you turn your mic up? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that better? Let's see. Say something. Some. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think I can hear you a bit better. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, man. I mean, he's got his own method, and um, you know, I, they they just need to uh, kind of sit down, have an open dialogue about it, and and kind of figure out uh, something. Something you know, something to talk about it like adults. You know, instead of the threats and you know all this. I mean, it just kind of looks. And it kind of looks bad, but I can see both sides of it. What do you think? All right, I can, I can see the. All right, I'm gonna take it from the the media side of it. Like, there are some journalists that are good at their job because they are able to pull things out of certain athletes or celebrities, actors, actresses, what have you. Because they're people, people like they're like a legit solid people person, so to speak. Like you're not going to want to talk to somebody that's like a square or you don't trust or you've seen how if somebody else spoke to them in the past, how their words can be manipulated and twisted to fit a narrative. Like I think it starts with like from the media perspective, like you said, Hey, ask better questions. Um, stop asking the same question. Also, man, have one genuine bone in your body. And something that I didn't like think about until I heard it earlier today, that like over in Europe, not just Europe, anywhere outside of America, the people that are interviewing like soccer stars, tennis stars, and even gymnasts. They come at them with a level of arrogance with their questions 
as if they can do anything remotely as well as some of these athletes are out there doing and performing. So it's like, yo, man, why well, don't want to talk to you? You 300 plus pounds. You can't swing a tennis racket. Who are you to judge me on how I played or how I lost the third set? Man, get out of here. That's that. That's my part. Like as far as the media, um, as far as the athlete goes, that's why you only find like a certain number of athletes that you know the the media across the board actually they love. They can do no wrong. Like Steph Curry can do no wrong. And then you've got those other athletes that are kind of outspoken. Media doesn't necessarily like. And a lot of that stuff, like with today's athletes and the media, it's a lot of coded language and coded bias that's being used because, and here's a history lesson for those that may or may not be unaware. I mean, be aware back in the day, like way before you and I were born, there were only white journalists covering sports and they were starting to cover the black athlete or you know, the non-white athlete as we started progressing through integration. Like once segregation was breaking down, the leagues became integrated. So then they were covering these these black athletes, but, you know, through their lens, through their old white guy lens. Okay, fast forward. Now, majority of the athletes that are playing, they're like killing stuff. Majority of them are black or Latino. And you still got a very, very largely dominated population of journalists that are old white guys. Well, their construct is being flipped upside down, and they don't like that. They don't like the fact that Naomi could just say, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't like this. I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel this way, feel that way. I don't think it's beneficial to me to do this. And she said, yo, I'm going to take my tennis racket. And I'm going to go chill over here for a little bit, man. I'll see y'all later. And so, man, they are losing their minds because somebody did something and just said, hey, I don't need you. I can go chill. I'm good over here. And they don't know how to process them not being in control. Now, secondarily to all of that, I do not profess to be like the biggest or most avid tennis watcher. But I'm going to tell you right now, out of all the female tennis players that I can name that like I'm that's worth watching or the ones that are like top five, top ten in the world, all of them black. And that's going to create a whole new generation of super athletes, much how Serena and Venus did. And, and trust me, when Serena and Venus came on the scene coming out of Oakland, Oakland, California, People had a fit then. And for them to, uh, for like the tennis, uh, World Tennis Association to threaten to find her for not having media availability or not doing the interviews and then saying that, you know, we're going to possibly disqualify you from these different tournaments. Hey, bro, if she's not in it, if Sloan Stevens isn't in it, Coco Golf, Venus Serena, yo, if Nick Kyrgios isn't in a tournament, Federer Nadal, Ain't nobody watching. I just named eight people, and those eight people, male and female, are the ones that are carrying the sport. So, hey, man, they might want to reevaluate this. True that. Very true.
True words. And, and I'll add something to that. And I just found this out this afternoon that, like, you wonder how tennis is making money and how tennis is allowed to, like, give such large payouts, you know, in these tournaments. Because you don't really see tennis on TV until there's, like, a major tournament. And you don't really see a lot of tennis commercials or sponsorships. But, like, one of the biggest um, – uh, financial backers of the World Tennis Association is the entire continent of Asia. And so you're telling me that you guys are willing to like bench an Asian American player because she don't want to do interviews when this entire continent is bankrolling your organization? Y'all might want to rethink that. Definitely want to rethink that. Definitely. Man, hell, she's worth fifty million, right? Or more probably more than that. I think she made she, fifty she made million last 70 year. Last year. She made right. seventy last year. Wow, really? Yeah. So she could have her own league and then just be like, Hey, y'all wanna join my league? We'll do some uh dates. No media. Yeah. Or she could uh open the media up, but you know, have her own rules. Like she could legit something to that effect. Probably go to like you know, Federer, Nadal, uh, Djokovic, and then get like two or three other women from, you know, the women's side. And man, they could go on a world tour and probably each one of them will clear more than they'd make if they stuck with the WTA. Yeah, true. True. They ought to do something like that, man. I think that would be cool. You know, teach yeah, those man. teach those uppity tennis fools a lesson. Man, this still screamed the Mountain Brook Country Club when I heard about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Shout yeah. out Mountain Brook. Mountain Brook. Hey, do you remember J.P. Dice? Yeah. So he's actually quitting, and he's becoming a full-time corporate pilot for Drummond Company in lieu Why? of his weather gig. So he's quitting the weather to go fly planes? Yeah, as a corporate pilot, J.P. Dice. Shout out J.P. Dice. I swear yeah, he's going to be flying the planes. I don't know how much is a corporate. I think it's a G4, he said. I don't know how much a... So I, what, he announced it on the news? Yeah, I saw it on a Facebook post, um, but I'm pretty sure they announced it too. So I was like, okay, go on there, J.P. According to Glassdoor.com, corporate pilots make from 42K to 130K a year. 42K? That's base huh. for a corporate pilot. Wow. I wouldn't have thought they would have started that low. Now, there are some pilots who can make around 300K a year. There you go. That's more like it. How much does a weatherman pay? I mean, like, you, pay you know what? That's I'm not sure, but uh, when I uh, when I closed on my place, like when we went to do the closing, the uh, the other folks' real estate agent was Richard. I'm not going to say. Well, I guess it don't matter. He's a he's a person. I Richard Jacks. He was the weather guy at uh, one of the stations, um, and he was the <laughs> the agent. And I was like, well, what? Uh, so you don't do the weather anymore? He was like, no, it's a lot of uh, – they got to get there really early, you know. I Richard guess Dawson? 
no, Richard no, Jacks. No, Richard Dawson. That's a uh, Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like 1970s or something. <laughs> like 80 something, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, and he was. I guess it was too much. It was. Uh, I don't know. He was tired of it. I mean, basically, so. Shoot, I would be too, man. Especially like today is the first day of hurricane season. I was gonna man. say, yeah, yeah. So and first day of here, hurricane season. Out here, that's always something to keep your eye on. Right, and then it lasts till like November thirtieth. That's crazy. That's the craziest thing ever. Man. Like it, it goes like six months almost. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. I hope uh, there's no major stuff uh, that goes on. So. Oh. In Houston, man, we come to expect it. Y'all have a lot of pro- issues with flooding, right? Yep, yep. Flooding and what? Uh, wind. Oh, man. Yes, we get tornadoes. That's our deal. Um, I'm just uh, hoping for no bootiness weather. Okay. Well, we got the Tokyo Olympics coming up in 53 days. Does anybody give a fuck about that? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Let's go ahead and let's get into weekend wrap up with Breezy. Almost like some digable planets right here. So, one of the more important things that happened this weekend was the versus rematch between Timberland and Swiss Beats uh, that happened on Sunday. Um, they had a rematch of their first ever versus battle. Joe, you're familiar with versus, right? I believe I am. I have never seen one. I've seen All the advertisements, right, so- but to go ahead and fill us in on that. All right, so for the uninitiated, versus um, is is it is what it is. So basically, you get two artists of a certain genre. It could be rap. It has been rap. It's been gospel. It's been like old school R and B. It's been um, reggae, reggaeton. I mean, just whoever's been killing it over the years. You know, they play their twenty best songs up against another person's twenty best songs, and this all started. Last year, when the pandemic uh, first kicked off, um, Timbaland and Swiss Beats, uh, both super producers, they've done amazing music over the years, worked with artists like DMX, Jay-Z, uh, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, Genuine, uh, The Locks, I mean, you name it, uh, Kanye, Drake, everybody. Um, so they were on Instagram Live, Swiss was in his car, and Timbaland was in his basement, and they were just going back and forth playing songs. And that was the birth of Versus. They started getting artists to pretty much battle each other. You know, your song, you know, you play a song. All right, let me see if I can match your song with one that's better. And they go back and forth like that for 20 songs. So the first round, 10 and 10, second round, 10 and 10. So that's the premise behind it. That's how the setup is. Well, this Sunday... Uh, they were both together in Miami Club Live 
a lot of celebrities in the building, a lot of, you know, um, music stars that they've actually produced for. They were you know, in the crowd and, you know, they played some of their old stuff, some of their new stuff, you know, that hadn't been heard. Um, the thing that like stood out to me the most was they both played songs that the other guy had no idea that the other one produced. And I was hearing songs that I had no idea any one of them produced. Like they played some Kanye tracks, like both of them, that they produced tracks for Kanye. And I'm like, Kanye's like a super producer himself. Well, Kanye goes and gets help. And not just Kanye, I mean, like Timbaland, this dude, I mean, he went all over the map, man. He started out with like some Nelly Furtado stuff. Shout out Nelly Furtado, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. This um, kind of fly. Yeah, definitely. And then he went to his Justin Timberlake bag. He went to his trap music bag. He went into, you know, playing like the up north, east coast type stuff. And, you know, Swiss, I mean, he did the same. I mean, he went from up north, down south to the west coast. I mean, there was so much music that I'd forgotten about that they actually played, you know, during that battle. And, you know, uh, towards the end of it, well, at the end of it, you know, they shouted out DMX, you know, who um, recently passed away. And his album came out about two weeks ago. So they played a few few songs off the new DMX album, which is really good, by the way. So if you haven't heard it, go check it out. I um, definitely need to check that out. Yeah, man. So so that's that uh, other weekend wrap up. Um, I don't want to get too heavy in the sports right now because I want to hold this for something later in this podcast. But um, so you had, you know, NBA playoffs going on, hockey playoffs going on. Um, of course, the French Open began this weekend and you had Indy 500. Uh, Helio Castanolas, he won, you know, that whole uh, Indianapolis 500 thing is kind of crazy because they had 135,000 fans in attendance and they weren't really pushing that wear a mask thing and there definitely was no social distancing. So, hey, take that for what it is, people. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Then, like, on the movie front, it was some stuff that came out. But, man, I want to get into something about the movies. Like, all right, it's cool that movie theaters are opening back up. I mean, feed the economy, cool, clap, clap, bravo. But you know what's janky? It's like, I want to see that new Cruella movie. Uh, that came out with um, Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. Do you think I she's attractive? I do. <laughs> I do. I'm talking about uh, going, back to, going back to that movie Easy A that she was in. Get out of here. Come on, man. She's killing the game. Um, killing the game? <laughs> she is killing the game. She's killing the game. Oh, Shout oh. out Emma Stone if you're listening. Um, but no, like, I, I, want, I want to see that movie, right? So it's in theaters, but it's also on Disney Plus. I got Disney Plus. Here's the gotcha: to see certain movies that come out in home and at theater at the same time, you have to get Premier Access Disney Ooh, Plus, which is that more sounds expensive. fancy. Or you pay twenty nine ninety nine for the movie. <laughs> right. Oh, so they getting their money. When I go to the movie. I don't spend twenty nine ninety nine, and that's for two tickets. You know, me and the kid, and beverages and, and food. I so the movies, 40. 
that's going on again, right? I, I don't even know. Yeah. Especially have you guys been out? Uh, we have not been to the movies, but everything in Texas is wide open, dude. Like, mm. uh, movies are open. Um, you know, baseball park, like the Astros, you know, no social distancing. They're trying to get it packed. Ranger Stadium out in Arlington, they're trying to get it packed. Um, then also, like, the, the weird thing is, like, big box retailers, they are no longer requiring you to wear a mask to enter the store. The only people that are, you know, having a, a mask mandate are, like, some of the smaller stores, like mom and pop type stores. They're still, you know, saying, hey, if you want to come in here and do business, you have to wear a mask. But um, there's a store out here that will actually charge you $5 if you are wearing a mask coming into their store. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. So you can tell where their um, political allegiance lies. Hmm. Interesting. I have not heard that. I have not heard yeah, that. Man, so well, at your domestic. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's the weekend wrap up. Now, I know we talked about the weekend wrap up and so it bees. I was not sure, to be honest, um, if it was going to be because, you know, I asked you about the news portion couple of days ago and i was not sure if you were going to do now i wasn't sure if weekend wrap it was going to be reezy's weekend and what he did or you know what we just did so oh how about this how about not to expect a what i did until college football season begins ah, i got you right now since school is about to be out in the next two days it is oh, i didn't think about that like there's not going to be anything I'm doing that does not involve being a parent. Adventures in childhood with Reezy. That's the weekend wrap up. I don't really have any outro music <laughs> for that, so we'll just let that ride a little bit and whatever. Oh, okay. Well, um. The domestic box office right now, I got your top five movies. Godzilla vs. King Kong at number one. Number two, A Quiet Place 2. Number three, Raya and the Last Dragon. Number four, Tom and Jerry. Number five, Mortal Kombat. Have you seen that new Mortal Kombat movie? I've seen it four times. Oh, okay, okay. So, that means it must, well, no, no, that's, I had this one thing. It's either you saw it with the kid, you know, kids love to rerun movies, or it was I've, I've pretty seen dope. it twice by myself. Okay, cool. Cool. So, what does it get? Four Reezys out of four Reezys? I'm going to give it a strong three and a half out of four. Okay. Well, cool. I've heard and it was actually pretty straight. I can considering what uh, crap they fed us 20 years ago. Oh, this was <laughs> amazing. And it, it sets it up for uh, a sequel. Sets it up oh. for a sequel really nicely. Interesting. Yeah, man. That'll be good. I have heard some good things about it, but uh, of course, you know what we were expecting um, as far as the preview. So nobody was expecting a blockbuster plot lines or anything, but hey, it feeds the insatiable need for blood. The actual plot to it wasn't trash. Okay. Like, I actually respect it a lot. Um, but so it wasn't like, just blood and guts in action. No, nah, there was actually some substance to it. There was a um, 
and coming of age of sorts within this film. Ah, I'll just okay. leave it at that. Well, good deal. I will have to check that out. As far as the others, I doubt I will check them out. Hey, Tom and Jerry was cool. Okay. That's got to be animated, right? It, well, it's both. It's, it's CGI with like real people. Oh. Yeah. Like the okay. only anime, animation or CGI that's in there are, of course, Tom and Jerry. And there are some other animals um, throughout the film. Kind of like this Smurfs movie. You're, did you ever see that? I missed it. Okay, well, it's kind of how they did Smurfs. I gotcha. Okay, I did see the previews, though. It was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure some CGI in there. Yeah, I mean, I give it two and a half reasons on that. Um, it's one of those things, like, I was intrigued by it when it first came out. And so I watched it on release day. Because, you know, shout out HBO Max for not charging you extra to watch stuff. Um, Sweet. So, like, yeah, so I peaked it when it first came out. Because, like, I have to watch movies by myself first so I know what's going on. Because I have a, a 12-year-old that decides to ask questions during the movie. Like, <laughs> And I asked him the other day. I was like, yo, man, when we go to the movie theater, you don't do this. He was like, yeah, because we're not supposed to talk in there. We can talk at home. <laughs> Man, just get a really right, like loud surround sound. And then soon to follow that will be an eviction notice. <laughs> uh, I have a sound bar. It's all right for actually how small it is, but uh, pretty good sound out of that bad boy. What else is going on? Prices at the pump, high as shit out here. Two eighty two for regular. I mean, y'all getting, y'all getting assaulted at the pump. Jeez. Yeah. Hey, but honestly, man, I couldn't even tell you what gas is right now because I haven't driven in a month. Oh, damn. Not since um, the accident. Oh, I didn't. I don't. Did I, did I know about that? I think I might have snuck it in there one time. We were talking. But, you know, oh, man. Jeez. Accident. You didn't get hurt, did you? Nah, man. Um, I had a, a unexpected and unknown medical situation. That oh happened, my gosh! Which caused me to uh, kind of black out, and my car ended up going in reverse into a, a fence and some bushes. Oh man. So I spent uh, three days in the hospital after that. Holy hell. Jeez, man. When did this happen? Uh, Mother's Day. Oh, man. I hate that. I'm glad you're okay, my brother. Yeah, man. That's crazy, man. Jeez. So um, it's been an adjustment not being able to drive. Also, like, my car still at the body shop. Like, I think it's minuscule damage. I'm like, man, I kind of don't even want to get it fixed. <laughs> like, like, for real. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I got to um, wait till I get cleared by a doctor before I can actually legally drive again. Oh. Man, when is that? Day-by-day day basis? I know. Yeah, like, the hardest thing is trying to find an appointment or get an appointment. Ah, I got you, yeah. What, I didn't even think about that, all the craziness. Especially, like, being a new patient type stuff, you know? Right. 
Huh. Yeah, that's definitely... Right, I don't have to go to the doctor for anything, man. I don't even want to know what uh, what all that craziness is about. Who are you telling me? Man. I need to go in there and get some moles removed, though. <laughs> what? Uh, no, not any gross things. No, not any gross moles or anything. Oh. <laughs> Just, you know. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 my butt or nothing like that. That'd be weird. Nah, I figure if you have moles on your butt, just roll with it, you know, unless it's real big and funky looking. Then you might need to do something about it. But as far as just, you know, maybe you got a bunch of moles on your butt. Yeah, just leave them. Fuck it. Yeah, man, I don't know nothing about that, and I'm thankful that I don't. <laughs> so I don't know anything about butt moles either. That's also good. That's also good. Are you a fan of Stephen A. Smith, Reezy? It's a love-hate kind of thing. Um, there are times early on, like when he first started blowing up and you know becoming really popular and all over the place, like it was cool. But then, like now, it just seems like a lot of it's like theatrics and kind of like shock jock type stuff. And so it doesn't have the same authenticity that it used to have, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I do respect how plugged in he is with um like within the NBA. I mean, he gets some stories and gets some inside information and stuff like that. But um I don't know, man. I, I just think that sometimes it's a tad bit over the top. But hey, he one of the highest paid people at ESPN for a reason, so can't knock the hustle. That is true. Well, I mean, you know, Stephen A. Stephen A. Um, eh, eh, eh. Thing about him is, um, his boy's gone. When Skip left, ah, that's it. That was over for him because we loved watching him and Skip argue. When Skip left, there's nobody else for him to argue with except us. We don't really care for him yelling at us. I don't care for Skip, really. Hey, man, I didn't care for Skip, but two of them arguing. That's what it was, you know. And then, of course, Skip went to Fox. His career's over, and he's arguing with a who was that on his show? Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, uh, you know they're trying to make the same thing, man. So Shannon carrying that show is <laughs> Shannon is. Yeah, I don't know. I never listened to it. <laughs> Dude, Sh- never listened Shannon to Fox. Legit. Shannon's legit carrying that show. I, well, you know, I don't, I don't not believe you, because, you know, I put Skip in the category of like a Colin Cowherd man. Those guys don't even believe what they say; they just talk. They just say outlandish shit just to say it. Um, I, you know, whatever. You know, I'm pretty good. I don't give a shit about what <laughs> what I'm saying, but you know, once you get to a certain point, I guess fuck it. You know, they they don't ever have to work again, so yeah, fuck it. But as far as like what it was and what it is, of course, when Colin was on ESPN, man, nobody ever hears from him anymore, man. I mean, you know, unless you're a really dedicated fan. I used to listen to Colin, but that's just because um, he kind of flowed in with everything when they when he was on ESPN. So like, I'd be in the car, like driving around for work. And it's like, all right, cool, that coward. 
got Levitard. I know you don't like Levitard, but whatever. You got Cowherd. You got Levitard. Then you had, like, Ryan Rosillo and SVP. Like, that was my afternoon. And then, like, man, ESPN, man, they just – they – they just like do things and just ruffle feathers or upset the apple cart way too many times, man. Like their their lineup right now, as far as like the radio shows, I, I absolutely hate. I I cannot stand um like their their morning to afternoon lineup. That's uh so the get up. Have you listened to that? See, all right, so get up is primarily the TV show. Okay. So at the same time the get up is on TV, you got Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin that's on TV and radio. Hmm. So like I'll listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin in the morning because I just like Keyshawn Johnson and J. Will, like him and Keyshawn go back and forth. That's pretty entertaining. But like, so after get after get up goes off, then Greeny has his own show on the radio, which is like an extension of Get Up. I'm like, so wait a minute. You want people to watch three and a half hours, three hours of Get Up, and then listen to you say the same stuff again for two hours on your own show. <laughs> then you got Barton Hahn. I hate that show, man. What is like, it? Barton Hahn. is um, Bart Scott and Alan Hahn. Alan Hahn, he's a decent radio host, and he fits in well when he does like standing work on Keyshawn's show. But man, Bart Scott is not like a radio personality, man. You know how they say like a lot of athletes can transition into the media, right? Bart Scott ain't one of them, bro. Bart Scott, I'm trying to think. Was he on the CBS? Uh... He did do CBS years ago, like right after he retired. But he's been with uh, ESPN for like the last three years. Okay. Uh, but he Bart, was on the CBS yeah. Sunday coverage at one point. That's what I thought. Yeah, he always have the uh, these suspenders on or something. I think. Fancy was, um, suspenders. Because it was him and Nate Burleson. But right now, Nate Burleson's still there. But Nate Burleson, man, he's on like Access Hollywood too. Huh. Okay. Well, hey, man, trying to beat uh, Michael, Michael, Stra- Michael, Michael Strahan. Yo, I'm trying to figure out who works harder, Michael Strahan or Nick Cannon, because those Nick two Cannon are on every single show. Man, how Nick Cannon stays getting a network check. What the hell? He's just he's like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did he? Uh, he got in some beef with the NBC show, right? Like, I can't even think about it. America's Got Talent, yeah, right? He, he he left that show, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, like, a couple months later, he gets hooked up on uh, the the Masked Singer show, right? Hey, shout out Masked Singer. Watch man. that on a regular. Yeah, that actually looks like a pretty cool show, man. Uh, that's a cool concept. That's a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good concept, man. Now they um, came out with some whack bull um, this year. They came up with the Masked Dancer. I saw that. Yeah, you know they're going to spin off a ton <laughs> of shows, like, man. man. Get out of here! I watched it though. It <laughs> There's always a dance show, man. <laughs> After a singing show, they got to have a dance show. Yeah. So. The next thing you know, they're going to have some old dude out there whittling and playing spoons on his knee. They they probably already done that. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. 
but yo, man, so so peep game. So Nick Cannon, he's got the he had the the morning radio show, right? I didn't out know that. He had a, he had a morning radio show. Out Was it like terrestrial, just like terrestrial radio, like terrestrial on a radio? Okay, terrestrial radio. Yeah, I got he had you. A morning radio show out in L.A. While he was going, I didn't mean to, to do that. Sorry. To get his MBA, so he was flying cross country two or three times a week to physically go to class to get his MBA. Nice. Um, the dude. He, he he's also like part owner of Nickelodeon. Oh wow! Um, wow! He's got the re- he's got the record label. He's got the clothing line. Um, mass singer. He's got wilding out, of course. And then now he's got like a daytime talk show that's going to be on TV coming in the fall. Jeez, man. Jeez. And he stay getting women knocked up. Uh, he does, man. He got another one. Yeah, man, like another two on the way, supposedly. Jeez, yeah, Nick Cannon. Getting you know, it. Crazy thing, crazy thing is, he's got two sets of twins. He got the twins with Mariah, right. and then set of twins with some other um, uh, young person. Man, he's got the super sperm. Psst, man, what? <laughs> super duper sperms. Man, walk by and look at one for too long. It's a wrap. Jeez, Nick. Jeez, jeez, Nick. Hey, man. He can. He's uh getting it. Hey, but he can afford it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Getting it. Get it. How you live? Nothing wrong with that. So, um, I was gonna say something. <laughs> Damn it. Um. I was going to ask you, man, because this is something that's been kind of bothering me. You and these friends with the exes. <laughs> Dude, why is that like a. a I, I just can't get over week? it, man. I cannot Are you get trying over to make it. that a, a weekly segment? <laughs> Do I need to get someone to call in? Do you want me to get the one to call zone. in or something? Hey, you know what? Um, as far as the call in joint goes, though, that's easy. I was making that into a, a way more harder thing than I needed to. So. As far as that goes, you know, from here on out, we can have um, as long as there's people in the so-called queue. I guess that would be the live studio. Um, you know, if we just put something out there like, "Hey guys, uh, when we're taking calls um, all, you know, all uh, evening for whatever," um, then you know they uh, can do that. It's just a little bit different, but it's not that hard. It's definitely, definitely feasible. You know, once there's a sizable. Amount of folks all listening. Right, man, but... you're getting too into the technical. I am. I am. All right. Sorry about so that. What, what's up with this question that you got? And why are we back on this? Well, I was thinking about it the other day, and I know I, I know we kind of <laughs> uh, talked about a few things, okay? But I didn't ask you probably one of the most important questions uh, of all is: uh, Are you still having funky butt loving sessions with these women? You did ask me that question. I did. I you no. Know. Damn it. Okay, well, why do, why do I not remember that? I don't know, because you want to think of it as being something more than what it is. And I Did I make that. fun of you for that? <laughs> like, no. That's the most important question. Okay, well, no no funky butt loving going on. I, I want to know your motivation other than, uh, I don't know if you gave me a motivation. Motivation for what? For being friends with your exes, like what? What's the uh, pros? What? What? Uh, people, what why would you want to do that? 
people that actually know me and can give me perspective that I may need to hear but not want to hear and know that I'm not going to get offended by hearing it from them. And also, sometimes when, like, you know, different things may come up and I know only certain people would be familiar with this, either based off of their profession or, you know, their background based off of what they studied in school. They may be able to give me some um, ideas in that way. And then also, you know, sometimes, man, I come up with like, you know, me, me and you, man, we come up with like random ideas about like whatever. Do we always follow through with it? No, it took us five years to do this. <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes it's being able to bounce stuff off of people and you don't have to worry about them going and taking your idea and like doing it themselves or giving it to somebody else. Okay. So it's kind of like a sounding board. Yeah. All right. Okay. I got you. That's all right. And then, okay. and then the ones that, you know, that are parents also, I mean. Okay. I didn't parents, think about that. Right. As parents, right. man, sometimes, yo, we be going through it. We right. Be, yeah. Know, like, hey, man. You have a commonality, man, a common bond. Yeah. Yeah. And, no. then, and then you think about some of them. Some went to Auburn with me. So, okay. I mean, there's that, especially during football season. Um, a couple of them I went to high school with, so then there's that. Like, I'm not saying like dated in high school, but like we went to high school together, and then in our adult lives, we ended up dating. Okay, well, you just schooled me then. I feel a bit dumb. I mean, don't feel dumb, but like, contrary to popular belief, you can just be friends. Uh, <laughs> well, different. I took the yeah, I took the total dog point of view, right? Yeah. Booty. If you're not getting that booty, what are you doing? I, and, but then here's the thing: you never know who you may need to put down as your emergency contact. True. True. You think on, a lot of important things. <laughs> depending on where I am or what happened or may happen, different people have been my emergency contact. Right. 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 Like, you come like up with all these important I'm, details. Like if if I'm in Dallas, I got a person that would be my Dallas emergency contact should anything ever happen to me in Dallas. I feel like you need <laughs> to be a life coach, you know. Who? You, Reezy, life coach. Oh, like, no. You know. If I'm a life coach to somebody, then that means your life is all the way jacked up because I am not the one. <laughs> no, oh. sir, Bob. Oh, man. <laughs> I can give advice pretty good if it's not me giving it to myself. I can tell you what to do. That's but, the thing. Yeah. I can tell you what to do. Right. But not necessarily take my own advice and implement it flawlessly. It is definitely, uh, I don't know why that is, because it seems like uh, you would, you know, follow your own advice, but it definitely Dude. does not happen. Dude, I'm, I was telling somebody this a couple of weeks ago, like when I was in college, I used to write papers for people. They would get A's on these papers. When it came time for me to write a paper for myself, for my own classes, I could never get higher than a B. And they was getting A's off ears. Yeah. I mean, I'm putting in the same level of work I thought I was. 
you know, in their paper to my paper, they get the higher grade. Hmm. I'm starting to feel a way about that at one point. Man. Nobody was going to ask me to do any of their work, man. I didn't uh, <laughs> co-opted for the last uh, two years at Hell South. So that actually Dude. sucked. I would have rather been, uh, rather been in high school, man, actually. Man, co-op was crunk back in the day, from, or at least for me it was. Well, if you got to see what my schedule was, I would get out of school at 11 and, you know, whatever, 11, 10, 11, 15. But then I got to go to work to like 8 o'clock every day. Well, see, I wasn't at work till eight o'clock because my um my co op job was the board of education. They closed at four forty five. Yeah, you probably you had know. some like like pretty straight part time. My job was pretty much full time, man. It sucked. Well, well, see, here's the thing though. So on Fridays, when I would leave the board of education, I'd go up to the summit and work at the movie theater till like two a.m. on Fridays. So uh, I would work Board of Education Monday through Friday and then work at the uh at the Carmike Cinema Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ah, uh, I see. Damn, that's nice. So not a but that was uh, a nice little check there. Yeah, man, I was trying to save up man to buy this Pontiac Grand Dam. Nice. I didn't get it. <laughs> hey man, mate, you'll get it one day. Man, my mom's um, transmission went out in, in the Dodge Dynasty, and she didn't have the bread for it. And then she found my bread, and then she got her transmission. Oh, man. You got good karma coming to you, my brother, so don't worry about that. You know, sometimes I find a way to piss away good karma, you know? Nah, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Check this out, man. Story time. Unexpected story time. Story time. <laughs> so... My boy hits me this morning, he texts me, and he was like, hey, man, you remember this chick named blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I don't know. That, that, that name doesn't sound familiar. He was like, man, I think one time on campus, you told her that she needed a new mouth. Oh. And I was like, man, that sounds like some foul stuff I would have said back in the day. And so I got to thinking about it as we were texting back and forth. And I was like, yo, I did, I did say that. And I was like, man, who was this chick? I can't remember. So I ended up um hitting up my god sister, because she went to um uh, went to Auburn with us too. And she didn't answer because she's at work, but she hit me back when she got a chance. And I was telling her, you know, we were trying to go down this fact-finding mission. And she was like, Yeah, you said that. And and I was like, yo, so what's her name? Because we were trying to figure out what her last name was. And um, she said, well, she used to be friends with so-and-so. So I got on Facebook, started doing some reverse engineering, found her. And I was like, yo, apparently 15 years later, she still didn't buy that new mouth like I recommended. Like, her grill was still busted. Story time with Reezy. Damn. Uh, that was quite mean. Dude, man, back in, like, 2000, 2001, dude, man, we used to let these jokes fly, man. Anybody could get it. Yeah. I mean, well, you I went to Ramsey. Hell no. I went to Shades Valley. Shades Valley. Why did I think you went to Ramsey? I don't know. I was actually cool enough to go to a school that had a football team. Ha! Huffman had a football team that sucked. 
What year? Every year, Coach Coleman coached. Well, you don't like Coach Coleman? Man, sorry ass. Dude, okay, all right, man. You, you blaspheming right now. I'm sorry, man. They went in no games. Okay, see, I don't know. When did you? What year did you graduate high school? Ninety-nine. I didn't graduate all from right. Coleman though. I know, but I'm saying so. Like my year. Like, I graduated in 2000. I'm telling you, man, now Huffman couldn't compete with Valley, but, like, yo, Huffman had a good squad my uh, senior year. They did pro- uh, produce Mr. Andre Smith. Yes. Baller, baller, baller. Dude, he actually dance. bought my friend's ZX2 back in the day. He had for sale before, of course, he got, you know. Dude, man, they had some other dudes on that team that, like, America may not know of, but like yeah. they were Birmingham legends, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't discount you, man. You know, I'm just talking shit, man, because everybody used to crack on Coach Coleman, man. I mean, that's just the school, man. That's that school. Um, did I ever tell you about the story of the uh, the bomb threat? And we're standing out in the parking lot. There's a choir singing. Uh, no. Nah. Would you say? I don't think uh, who's uh, singing. I, I told this anyway. So um, I'm at uh, Huffman High School um, in the 90s. So one of the bomb threats used to call in bomb threats there a lot. This is one of the bomb threats they called in. So it's all of us out in the parking lot outside hanging out. So you remember Food World and all that down there, like right down the hill. Yeah. Um, And there's like woods right there. Uh huh. You could walk the fence there's a fence and then woods and then down you go down a hill and then you're you're right there at food world so while we were out um and in the midst of the bomb threat everybody's hanging out in the parking lot and i'm i'm chilling i'm sitting here there's a choir in those woods behind the fence right before you get to food world in those woods and there's a fence separating that from the parking lot right they're getting their picture taken by uh looks like a you know some professional photographer for so I, you know for the yearbook i guess or something like that so he's sitting there taking the picture man i'm just hanging out waiting for this to end and all of a sudden i, I see this little like little scrubby looking dude man like little little i don't even know man anyway did he kick your ass <laughs> he might kill i don't know he was a little scrubby looking little i don't know man like you had to see when this you say cat. scrubby you mean like notre dame leprechaun type or just like a little like i don't know man he was just he was uh he looked rough on the scale of when the hobbit oh man <laughs> man i don't even know man two or three he was he was just a scrubby looking guy man scrubby looking guy anyway i see him creeping up from from like just people. There's people everywhere, but I happen to see this guy, and he looks like he's about to do something. So I see him creeping, and in his hand, he has this stone. And all of a sudden, man, he rears back like an MLB pitcher, throws this thing, man, straight on, straight line, straight beeline to this guy's head, the photographer's head. I mean, like a fastball to the back of this guy's head, dude. <laughs> And and the the, uh, the little guy he's gone. I don't know where he went, man. And the uh, the photographer is looking up like a something hit him out of the uh, out of the tree or something like that. Man, he don't know what the hell's going on. And the kids are mortified, like, oh my god. And I was like, damn, he ain't never gonna know that this dude. He just got 
<laughs> Beat in the back of the head with a fucking rock. Can I say something? And uh, damn, that was a uh, that was one of those moments in Huffman High School. Dude, you're old. I am old. Because I have never in my life seen a kid, even when I was a kid, be mortified. I promise Kids you, God. Get mortified? Oh, they they was mortified. <laughs> they was mortified. I promise you that. I promise you that, man. But that kid could have pitched in the major leagues. It was far away. And man, like right on, like man, I just Yo, couldn't have been a better connection. So, so there was no concussion, there was no blood loss, nothing. I didn't see any blood loss, or you know, he just was. He didn't. He didn't fall down on the ground or anything like that. But man, it got his ass. I know that. And he was looking up like something had hit him from the trees. No, dude, you got being in the back of the fucking head. Oh God, that that was an amazing throw, though. Um, so, well, you know, athletes can come up in the most strangest places, and there's <laughs> someone you wouldn't think uh, we could do anything. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hey, find an athlete under any rock, almost. <laughs> Man, well, kind, of, kind of disturbing. Kind of disturbing. You How do you feel about onions? That guy does now. That, that guy probably like. <laughs> he's working in like some warehouse or something, or no, he's um he's a bar back at like some some bar on Southside probably. You don't know, man. He might be a financial advisor, you know, with three kids, and who knows, man. I got I got to ask this question again because you keep describing him. So you remember Elf, right? Elf. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, was he bigger than that guy? Um. <laughs> The one oh. who climbed up on the on the boardroom table and ran and jumped on Will Ferrell. No, that's an actual midget. Hey, you can't say that. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's he. Hey. He's an actual. What is it? Little person. Okay. Anybody using the word midget's not really consciously trying to be offending anybody. But I did work with a little person one time at Charter. Man, it was an actual little dude, and uh, he was my partner for like training. And I was like, how in the hell is he going to do um, door-to-door, man? I, I, I can't even do this shit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, I don't man, know. Can, can I, like, say something? Sure. And this is, and this is probably going to be, like, super weird. But, like, you know how, like, you're scrolling through Instagram, which is, like, bored. Like, say you're waiting on something, waiting for somebody – and then, you know, you hit that Explorer tab on Instagram. I don't even have Instagram, bro. Okay, well, pretend that you do it just while with me on this. <laughs> All Dude. right. So, you know, it'll, like, I look at, like, like, my algorithms are all over the place. Because, like, one thing, it'll show me, like, sneakers. It'll show me NBA highlights. It'll show me, like, um, like wrestling clips, football clips, or whatever. Or like random quote unquote Instagram models. Well, man, one day it showed me like a little person, and man, she was like so fine. I'm like, hold up, dude. I spent the next hour going down an Instagram rabbit hole of fine ass little women. Like, where are y'all in real life? But man, some of these chicks, dude, I'm gonna send, dude, I'm gonna send no Atlanta and Miami. That's where oh, they are. Okay. 
And I'm like, dude, I live in Houston. How come I ain't seeing no badass little women out here? They got, but they got a whole show called Little Women of Atlanta. I knew nothing about. Hmm. Little Women so, of Atlanta. When I come back home, you and I, we taking a trip up to the A. And yo, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how. Do you, like, what bait do you use for Little Women? Like, I know how to get like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know how to pull like, you know, chicks that are taller than me. I don't know how to pull a chick this like. I imagine. Hey, but they were just it's the same. I mean, what? Why would it be different? You never know. I mean, it's I would like, think you would, I, they'd be offended, man. They just want like, you to be, you treat them like everybody else. Okay, so check it. You know how you in a club and like you try to talk to them and you like whisper in their ear. Like, do I pick them up to whisper in their ear, or do Hell I, you no. know, or do I bend down, or like, I mean, what's what's proper protocol? I don't know. Maybe uh, y'all might should be sitting at the bar or something, you know. How she get up there? I don't know. Boosters, booster seat. Cause somebody dude, get her up there with a, uh, I don't know, somebody assisted her. Because I'm not the tallest person in the world myself, so I mean, if I gotta uh, muster up to get in some of these chairs, like, yo, what are they doing? I don't know. But if I was a little person like that, man, I just go to Vegas, man. That's where they're all at. That's what I told uh, Eric. I said, man, if I were you, I'd go to uh, Vegas. Because what the hell are you doing out here? He didn't last. I know that. Uh, but I don't know what happened to him. Hmm. 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 Maybe he did go to Vegas. But never know. Unless I go to Vegas and see him in some kind of uh, little person show. That's what they do, like little people shows, right? I don't know. Like the ones <laughs> little that, people on ice, dude, little nude up. people on ice. Like the ones I saw, like they're like models. They like the regular, like remember back in the nineties, they would be called video vixens. Midget be, video vixens. Oh, I mean, little people video vixens. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> Next topic. <'cause, laughs> hey, you trying hey, to man, get us canceled? <laughs> you trying to get us canceled before we even get started? Nah, we ain't gonna get canceled. Shit. This is we say what we want, but we ain't no haters. Come on, man. We ain't no I hate on shit that deserves to be hated on. Yo, Let yo, me ask yo, you yo. this. Do you like onions? Uh on certain stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah. You with the you with the crew? I love onions, man. Mm, sauteed onions. Yummy. Yo, Red so onions. I go to Milo's, man. You get um oh. Those onions that on the Milo's burger, you get them grilled. Definitely get them grilled. Yeah, boy. You know what's up, man? I get that too. I get uh the double cheeseburger, grilled onions, no pickles, what a sweet tea with lemon. Oh, See, yeah. I gotta get my um my pickles on the side. So by the time I get back to the crib, um, you know, I throw them on because you know, if you get the pickles on there, like the bread will be soggy sometimes. Hmm. I don't really fuck with pickles. Can't fuck with the pickles. They kind of, I don't know, man. They kind of throw off the taste. And then you got the sauce, man. Got to get all the flavors. The flavors. That's Yo, man, that brown, um, tangy sweetness. My mom used to um, mail me the, the tea. Out uh, to, like, they should have crazy. it out there by now. Well, now they do. But like when I first moved here, they didn't. Mm. But like now they have it. 
Yeah, dude, I was out in Dallas doing some training, and I saw a damn Milo's rep out there. I was like, hell. Man, that's what's up. That tea's so damn good, bud. I ain't going to front, man. Sometimes I be hating when I see people picking it up. I just say to myself, man, you don't even know <laughs> nothing about Milo's, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's the lick, man. I you can't even drink it no or- more. It's so damn you good. You don't know about that, o- that orange dust on the fries. Ooh. You don't know nothing about that orange dust. Ooh. Love it. Love the dust, man. That's some that's some good old good. Yeah, man. You people know, either I, love I, it or hate it. Well, then the people that hate it can go to hell. Well, you know, the brown sauce, I think that's the determiner, man. They either love it or hate it, you know? I don't know how you couldn't love it, man. You know it's, what I found? I finally mm. found out what that orange dust is. I thought it was some kind it, of cheese salt or something. No, it's like buttered salt. A buttered salt? Yeah. Damn. Okay, huh? Hmm. Hey, yo, I found the um the little person on Instagram. I'm about to send you a picture. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one at uh, one of these strip clubs out here. I think at one point, dude. And the crazy thing is, and it's not crazy, but like, why well, she got kids? And I'm trying to figure out, like, like right in the like, house. How does it, yeah, and then. So like because like their their bones and stuff are like not like you know able to like carry them for so long or butt for so long. So she's got a Mercedes, but she also got like a motorized scooter. Okay. Like I'm I'm so confused by what's going on, but like And she's doing it, man. She's doing it. She got some kind of like uh do or is it like a specially built uh you know contraption? Contraption for what? She said to get on the bike. She's on a bike or something. I mean, I had to, nah, she how the hell is she gonna a, ride a bike? She, she got like a motorized wheelchair type thing. Oh, okay. I thought I'm I'm sorry, I'm thinking of something else. My bad. I'm thinking of something. I'm trying else. to figure out how she drives this Mercedes though. Yeah. Maybe she does. She's got to have some kind of stuff going on then for that. Yeah, because uh, I think old uh, Eric did. He definitely had some contraptions. Nah, yeah, she's kind of fly, actually. Wow. And, and she got a whole crew of homegirls. I'm like, <laughs> like, how does this even, even possible? I wonder if Eric knows then. Who the hell is Eric? Oh, it was that midget guy from Charter when I used to work there. Oh. Man, yeah, dude. He's an actual little dude, man. It's so crazy. Oh, man, his notebook was as big as he was. I'm like, he's gonna. you tell me he's going to walk a neighborhood. What if a fucking dog comes out, man? What the hell? I hope he's got a gun. Because, man, we went out um, doing that shit, and some fucking dogs almost got our ass. I had a fucking sit there and wait for their wait for them to leave man that sucked man don't get me started on people not um keeping their dogs under wraps i know right is like man what i don't understand is like people don't get the fact that not everybody likes dogs or animals in general like does the kids certain... like dogs let me ask you that in the dogs no he's he's not okay like there's a certain population of people that a they care more about dogs and they care more I mean care about people that look like me and b 
they assume that everybody is cool with their dog just roaming around freely. Right. No, that ain't how it works. Yeah, got to keep your dogs leashed up, you know. Be responsible. I love dogs, man. I've been a dog person my whole life. You know what I like? Grilled hot dogs. That's what I like. <laughs> I do like some grilled hot dogs, man. That reminds me of pool food. You remember back in the day, you got the grilled hot dogs, grilled hamburgers, mm-hmm. random bologna sandwiches for, you know, those are also actually good. Uh, and then chips, all kind of chips. chips. The, the ridges. You got to get a ruffle. You got to get the ruffles. ruffles. Yeah. yeah, man. Mm, hot dogs on the grill, man. It's nothing like that. Those bring back memories. Hot dogs on the grill, man. Mm. Man, I got into a heated debate a couple of weeks ago about how long do you wait after eating before you get in the pool? Now, the mm. person I'm debating with says that was just a myth that our parents used to tell us back in the day. 30 minutes, right? I, that's what I thought it was. Nah, this person who shall remain nameless in case <laughs> they ever decide to listen to some of our um, archives said, nah, they're going to eat and then they're going to get right in the pool. I'm like, hey, mm. so that means your funeral will be planned about six days later. Yeah, it's a bad idea. I've been swimming enough to know you don't do no stuff like that. Man, straight you know- up. Yeah, you got to chill. You got to chill, man. Got to chill. Let the food settle. Then get in the pool. I don't know. And, and and all this came about because I said, like, I had just eaten something. And I was like, hey, I'm going to chill for a little bit. Let my food digest before I go to sleep. Because I was, like, mad tired. And I was like, yo, let me sit up for at least an hour before I go to sleep. And then, so they were roasting me. It's like, what's the difference in your food digesting if you laying down or sitting up? I was like, I don't know. I just feel better about mm-hmm. myself if I if I don't eat immediately, then lay down. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, same with swimming. And then it was just a whole debate about swimming. Swimming, hell yeah! But I think the hot tub, you're all right. Like you know, you know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're not moving. Exactly. A swimming takes like gets all your muscles going. Man, swimming activates muscles that the human body's not even familiar are existing. Oh, yeah. Get that hunger, too, after you've been swimming. Yes. And then you get that bomb-ass nap. Mm, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, man, that summertime um, post-pool nap is like the best nap, like, ever. That is an awesome nap. Oh like God, I miss it. From the sun, you're drained from swimming. You probably ate good. You got three factors to being asleep and then waking up so disoriented. The sun's gone down. You were supposed to go to the club. You're like, man, I'm just gonna roll back over. Man, uh, a lot of my swimming was uh, during the, you know, middle school years, summers, going hey, to. Hey man, how come you didn't tell me light bright school. was back? I did say that. I said, like, Bright, you didn't hear me earlier? Man, you, dude, you, like, ramble sometimes. I didn't hear you. I didn't know if you were fake singing again this week. You know how you do. You <laughs> no, no, no. I, I said she was here. I said, like, Bright in the building. Or I didn't say in the building, but I said, like, Bright was here, I Listen, think. Man, I said, like, Bright for sure. We do not have brick and mortar, okay? <laughs> so, hey, there's no building. In the building. That's going to be my new shit now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, we need to workshop that. Grant and Reasley out of the building. <laughs> Grant and Reasley have left the building. What do you think about that tagline? How about I will stop coming to said building if no. that is the tagline that you plan on using? We can work on it, man. We can work on it. You got any rants this evening? <clears throat> are you ready? You tell me, are you ready? Oh, I'm about to go. <laughs> like, go. 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 I like this beat, man. I might, might rap on this beat one episode. Pretty good, man. I had, I had to change it to another one, and then oh. the one I had before it, I was like, no, nah, so I'll put this one. Oh, 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 oh. About to drop a blow on this new show. About to drop a blow on this new show. Breezy rent, breezy rent, breezy rent, breezy rent. All right, stop this. All right, man. I was going to touch this earlier when we were doing the weekend wrap up, but I said, you know what? I'll save it for later. Drop it on us, big daddy. Don't call me that, man. Suspect. Drop us on, drop it on us, medium daddy. I know it's Pride Month and all that, but hey, man, you stay over there with that. Let me. (laughs) (laughs) I love everybody. Anyway, dude. So So, like earlier, I said NBA playoffs, right? Oh yeah. You know what my problem is? People are stupid. And you're probably thinking to yourself, what is he talking about? Why are people stupid? Well, there's a number of reasons why people are stupid. So I'm going to do this in no particular order. I'm just going to throw out some NBA players and some scenarios that happened over the last week, okay? So where are we going to start? We're going to start in Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia 76ers are playing the Washington Wizards. Um, when all-star guard Russell Westbrook is exiting the game, going back to the locker room, he has an injury. Some fan decides to dump popcorn on his head. Okay. Why? I don't know. By uh, Russell was trying to get to the fan, probably to lay hands on him, engage in fisticuffs. Who knows? Hey, whatever. Security ultimately ended up getting him up out the paint. All right, fine. Cool. Got you. Uh, let's see. Atlanta Hawks versus the New York Knickerbockers at Madison Square Garden. There's a fan who is sitting directly behind 50 Cent and his lady decides to spit on Trey Young. Spit. Like this adult male decides to spit on another adult male who's in the middle of a professional basketball game. Okay, got you. While in Utah, the Memphis Grizzlies are playing the Utah Jazz, and some fans find out that John Morant, Memphis All-Star, his parents are sitting there, and they begin to curse at them and say some very derogatory and racially charged things um, to John Morant's family. Then you got um, the most recent event, a... um, Oh, no, there's two events. Dang, there's, there's so many of them. So then on Saturday, Boston Celtics uh, playing uh, Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving, who used to play for Boston, now plays for Brooklyn. He's exiting the arena after they beat the 
dog shit out of them, a fan throws a half full ball of water hitting Kyrie in the head. We find out uh, Sunday or Monday that fan's name, uh, Cole Buckley um, of Boston. He's 21 years old. He has been arrested and he's charged with uh, first degree assault. Then last night, you have a fan during the Philadelphia 76ers Washington Wizards playoff game who runs on the court in the middle of the game. Now, I'm going to stop for a moment, Grant, and let you process those six events that I just named out and tell me what you think about all of those from a macro level before I go on. Well, I mean, uh, it's mm, we've heard about this kind of <laughs> thing answer. happening, right? I think, didn't Ron Artest jump up in the uh, stands and whoop some dude's ass? Hey, can we put a pin in that for just a moment? <laughs> okay, okay. But, but continue with what you're saying, but we're going to place that somewhere else. Sheer craziness, brother. Um, I think, I don't know, uh, I don't know if it's post-COVID craziness or just in general. Um, I, I, it's, it's stupid. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, they should be allowed to, like I said, go up and and bust some heads right there on site. It's totally unnecessary and uh, doesn't need to be, you know, in the game. I think that's a, that's a given. All right. So I have I have a statement and I have a question. So I'm going to go with the statement first. Yes, Ron Artest did go up in the stands, and that was because that fan threw a beer at Ron Artest, and he went up there, and he went to work, him and his teammates, because the guy, his friends, were trying to help protect his dumb his dumb ass from getting the brakes beat off of him. So, yes, that, that whole malice at the palace, that was a whole thing that happened back in the day. I think it happened in 2001 um, or maybe 2002. Uh, it was between the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers, it was a very contentious, chippy game. Like Ben Wallace and Ron Artest had gotten into it. There were technical files assessed. Ron Artest, removing himself from the situation, went and laid on the scorer's table until the referees got everything sorted out. And then the fan throws a beer, a cup of beer, and hits Ron Artest, and then all hell broke loose. I'm talking about Jermaine O'Neal got suspended, Artest got suspended, Steven Jackson, uh, Jamal Tinsley. Like four of the five starters for the Pacers got suspended. The only one that didn't get suspended was like Reggie Miller. And he was on the back end of his career at that point. But my question is this. It's a two-part question. And like Brent, feel free to jump in. Um, so check it. What is the one common denominator, Grant, about these incidents that are happening between the fans and the athletes? Uh, it's all white white people, right? White guys. Yeah. Yeah. Antagonizing who? Uh, black players. How come we don't see any of these types of incidents at baseball games? You know, I don't even watch baseball enough to know. Well, I know there's not but, been anything like this happening, but but it would it would hit Sports Center. It would hit every right. news outlet possible. So. What is it that makes these people feel comfortable enough or have so much hatred in their heart that if you like, first off, I don't know how many NBA games you get to go to me living in Texas. I'm kind of privileged to go whenever I want to. If the budget's right, those basketball tickets ain't cheap. 
So I'm definitely not going to try to get thrown out or definitely not going because I'm mad that my team's getting beat by somebody to just go cause ruckus and end up HPV's taking me to jail because it's going to cost even more money. Like, that's stupid. It makes no sense. You have to be a very vile individual and have a lot of hatred in and on your heart to decide that you just want to do this type of stuff to people. And then my, my, my further question is, like, there are some people that have been, like, notorious villains throughout basketball. Man, none of this stuff happens to J.J. Reddick. Didn't happen to J.J. Reddick even when he was at Duke. None of this stuff happens to Grayson Allen. And Grayson Allen, he's got a face that anybody should punch just on GP. <laughs> like, I'll be in Target maybe if I saw Grayson Allen and just want to punch him just because his face says, come punch me. But none of this stuff happens. It doesn't happen to these foreign players, like the guys like Luca, you know, that come up from like Slovenia, Russia, Donkey. Spain. It happens to none of these other cats. It only happens to the black American players. Why? Oh, man. I don't know. But if one, of them, if one of them were to react the way Artest and those guys did back in the day, man, there would be so much. Oh, you got to know better. You shouldn't do this. No, F all that, man. These fans got to know better. Yeah. And it's going to keep happening. I'm telling you, until one of them get hands laid upon them. Yeah. You don't want none of those NBA players. That's not going to be fun. Not going to be fun. No, baseball is not generally more white than black. A lot of Dominicans, right? Baseball is more Latino. Yeah. I was going to type Dominican. Because you've got Dominicans, you've got the Cubans, you've got the Puerto Ricans, you've got the Venezuelans, you've got the um, the Salvadorians. Like, seriously. I don't know what the numbers are, though. I don't know what the actual numbers are. Hey, man, that's what we got the Google for, you know? Yeah. Al Gore created the internet so we can have Google. <laughs> Shout out uh, Al Gore. Uh, Algie. Oh, man. Let's see, MLB. But go ahead, man. Like, I, I don't get it, man. Like, man, they just. Uh, I don't know. Let me ask you this. I don't know if you know this. Is it uh, is the security more lax or something uh, since you know these uh, different games? You know, since it all went different with everything, or I wouldn't know any reason for it to be happening other yeah. than people. Uh, you know, have cabin fever or acting crazy. I don't know. Dude, security. Now, I haven't been to the arena since it's been opened back up. But like pre-COVID, security was pretty tight. And mm. I know that during or after COVID, when they opened it up and they were doing social distancing, it was even tighter. Like they would like seriously like check people. If you if your mask was down, they tell you to pull your mask up. Hmm. I mean, okay. That was before our governor out here just said to hell with masks, but mm. Mm. Uh. I don't know, man. It's just it's just it's just frustrating because I know like at the end of the day, yeah, these dudes are like super rich and they're quote unquote playing a child's game and getting paid for it. Man, these cats come from the hood. Just cause yeah. like money doesn't do anything. But, you know, like, you are who you are. If you're a type of person that don't stand for no disrespect and you're the type of person that's going to stand up for yourself or stand up for anybody else, 
money is not going to make you less of that person. Money most likely will make you more of that person. It's like, yo, if I got a couple bands on me, I know I don't have to take your disrespect. Yeah, well, they're human. I mean, you know, you don't, no, nobody yeah. wants to be treated like that. So it's just no, uh, so common decency. For you. So based off of October 6, 2020, in the Major League Baseball, 57.5% is white, 31.9% hmm. Hispanic, 7.7% hmm. black, and I was right. percent Asian slash other. Hold on, what was that? What was the last one? 2.9% Asian <laughs> slash other. 2.9%. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, Otani, man, he's doing it. That dude, that's a big-ass Asian dude. Man, he's rocking <laughs> the ball, boy. That dude's like... And pitching. Dude, he's, he's pitching and hitting, right? That's his That's his whole... Yeah. That's his he's whole... Like the only dude right now, yeah. this guy, I think they said like 15 homers and 15 strikeouts. Wow. Okay. It's crazy. Hey, man, I'm reading what Lightbright put in here, um, except for things like marriage proposals, which should be done by the male or masculine partner. Bro, I saw on the, on the Instagram <laughs> the other day or other week, this chick in front of all the world to see dropped down on one knee and proposed to a dude. I thought they'd I been like doing to, that. I know, but man, like I... I didn't tell you about the time I got proposed to, did I? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we'll save this segment for a Hell, bit. you lying right now. Okay, so what was the question that you asked me <laughs> the day? If, if last week? The question, you asked me the same question every week. <laughs> so, you well, really don't believe, so you really don't believe I've been proposed to? Um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to want. Let, 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 this is the, the the deal. Yo, was it in a joke kind of context? Were you? And it's happened more than once. Man, okay. Um, oh man, I don't. I'm blindsided right now. I have no idea mm-hmm. where to start. Um, so hey, was it like a, of a good pod? So was it like at the? My thing is. When they asked you, was it? No, we're not talking about me. We're talking about what I saw on the Instagram, man. Okay, sorry about that. Remove me from this. All right. So what did you see? All right. So I've seen it two, maybe three different ways. So like one way, this is like the ghetto way, like super hood. They were like in a, um, yo, what was that like? That like ghetto apartment complex on Valley Avenue, like back in the nineties, that went too far from the skating rink. And Valley Knob Hill. Not nah, yeah. Okay, so imagine like a dang man. Imagine man, I'm like from West Dola. I'm from West Dolomite, Alabama. You know. Yo, imagine like a Knob Hill type <laughs> parking lot. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in a Knob Hill type parking lot, and it looks like. They had just got through popping some fireworks or it was some sort of post cookout. I'm sorry, post barbecue celebration <laughs> type thing. <laughs> and everybody's standing around. People got their, their cameras out, their phones out. So, you know, something's about to go down. And then in the gravel parking lot, you know how the gravel is at Knob Hill. In the parking <laughs> lot. It might be glass. It might be something. You might die. Yeah, you might get tetanus. You never know. <laughs> Old girl 
drops down on one knee. There's no audio, so we don't know what was said. And then, boom, she presents old boy with a ring. Ooh. Okay. Then the video cuts off, so I don't know if he said yay or nay. We don't know. Mm. And then I saw another video. They're at this restaurant, like really nice restaurant, classy restaurant. I think it was old boy's birthday. Um, so she had this whole plan that she was going to propose to him on his birthday in front of family and friends. This already sounds and bad. And she drops down on one knee. There's no glass. There's no tetanus possibilities. And as she's down on one knee getting ready to surprise him because his back is to her. I guess the waitress was so taken aback by what was going on, she spills what was on the tray onto the dude that was about to get proposed to while the chick is on one knee. Oh, yeah. So that got jacked up. That one was actually pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty funny. They shouldn't. I don't know. That seems just like weird, you know? Dude, but like that's a trend now. And like, you know, we're in that whole time like where everybody wants to like record everything, put everything on social oh, no. media, you know, let things go viral, this, that, Damn whatever. Camera phones. That ain't, okay, now you sound old. But like, that's, <laughs> that's exactly I why, I, why I said it. <laughs> like, I don't think that's something that you really want to go viral. Like, no, hell no. Being like, let's just say you guys did get married and that's how it started and successful marriage. 20 years down the line or whatever your kids or whatever age they are and then they find out that yo that's how it got started like yo man it's kind of wet and like that's going to live on the interweb forever yeah. and then let's just say you're the the father of a of a daughter like yo man i cannot foresee thankfully i don't have any daughters i cannot foresee like my, my little girl Going to some six foot five dude like, hey yo, my man, you want like, nah, come on, man. Definitely weird, but you know, I don't know, I don't know what I would do, man. Some girl proposed to me, like, I <laughs> be dude, very I weird. Promise, I promise you, like, I got a feeling that if any of the women who had done that to me, if their fathers knew that they had done that. He, they would have been mad at her and wanted to have five minutes of time with me. Okay, so these were young biddies or old biddies? Let's see. The first time I was... This one I got to remember. I was 25, <laughs> 26. Damn. Um, so it's happened, it's happened uh, when I was 25... It happened when I was 28. It happened when I was 34. God! Were you in relationships with these women? You had to be, right? I mean, because that would be just crazy, if not. Like one night in the bed with Reezy, Reezy, with Reezy Deezy, and then it done nothing like that, was it? The one that happened <laughs> when I was 28, um... And you she put it on older, her. She was an older bird. Like she um like we were dating, but um yeah, man, she had just gotten divorced and like she had only been in one relationship her entire life. Like Ooh. she like 
she was married right out of high school, stayed at home mom like the Ooh. whole time. Ooh. And then that's another segment, another conversation Ooh. for another day. Me explaining her. Oh yeah, I talk to her every now and then too. God. <laughs> 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 and the crazy thing is, she finally found somebody to marry her too. Oh really? Yeah, All right. Well, look, let me ask you this: one to and ten. She found somebody her age. <laughs> one to ten, what she is? What do you mean? I mean, on a scale of one to ten. Are we factoring in the fact that she's older? Ah, uh, hmm, that doesn't really matter, man. I mean, you know, it, you know, what I'm saying. I just we're just going from one to ten. See, I can give her a one to ten, but if I give you some other qualifiers, that actually makes her a little bit higher on the scale than what she. Oh God! Like what? She's got a nice personality. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Come on, man. All right. I'm talking about straight up looks. All right, straight up looks. I give her a six point eight. Okay. Right. But I'm also I'm also factoring in her age, right? And then also at the time that I met her, dude, she had never been into the city. Oh damn! Where uh, was she from? A suburb outside of Houston. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, man. Like I met her when I was at work one day. Like she um. She hollered at you, or you were you like, "Hey, girl, she, let me get your numbers." Ho- she hollered at me. Like I had my oh. business card. And then one day I'm at the crib chilling, man. And like she hit me on my work phone. I'm like, man, who's this hmm. calling me? And then so I answered because I thought, you know, I had some customers that were supposed to come see me the next day to get some stuff done. And then she said who she was. And I was like, uh, this ain't right. Ooh, sneaky freaky. Dude, she comes into my store the next day with her husband. <laughs> no. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. She's bold. <laughs> Yo, like Bryce said, a woman proposing is ghetto and seems desperate. It ain't necessarily ghetto, but I know the desperation part. It's just out of the ordinary, you know? It's just, dude, I don't know. It's, dude, it was highly peculiar. So mm. I, I, I didn't know how to respond to it. So I could respond the only way that a man knows how to respond. <laughs> Avoidance, avoid, oh, avoid, avoid. Oh God! Yeah. And then several months or years later, hey yo, what's up? We good? <laughs> Here you come again, God! Damn. How you doing, girl? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Joe. Hey, hey, Grant. Hit her with the. <laughs> how, how, how your mom's doing? Yo, man, we gotta talk about your name, man. Why? Why is your name the street? <laughs> Grant Mills, man. I think it's a cool name. I like it. Dude, they need to and, close this street down, bro. Yeah. That's what... Uh, it's really not safe to drive when it's raining. Uh, Yo, after, after prom, man, after senior prom, my homeboy um, car went off in that ditch over there. But, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, we yeah. were leaving, we were leaving um, Shays Valley about to hit 459, and it was kind of wet. Mm-hmm. And then his car ended up going like kind of off to the right. Hmm. This is like, 
Those roads are bogus, man. And they're, they're not well lit at all. Well, they better be fixing that shit with this taxes they putting on us. Stupid now, what they're doing is they're worried about Nick Saban's Mercedes dealership. Right. They're going to make sure the roads are perfect over there. Yeah. Yeah. The old Nick Saban. Yes. Hey, man, we got any commercials? We got any sponsors this week? <laughs> we the sponsors. We the sponsors. Listen to the shit, motherfucker. Yeah, we got I wish we could throw fucking some kind of uh, <laughs> something, man. That would be cool. I wish we had some sponsors, but that's going to come in due time. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. Man, um, what up, I was going to say something here. This shit, I've seen this on TV, man. And I used to be in the industry, so it's kind of, and I know that uh, you, 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 you're in the industry, but not maybe in this type of shit. Anyway, I was looking on TV, and I have uh, LG has a new refrigerator. It's got Kraft Ice. Have you seen this? Kraft Ice Maker? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I saw another LG product that I want to get into when you finish. So an LG, well, they're, I feel like they're really reaching for <laughs> these features, man, because when I was there, I think the latest thing was a fucking camera in your refrigerator. So you're in the store, and you can get your fucking phone and check what's in the refrigerator, right, from that fucking camera. Like, got enough eggs or whatever. And that was the uh, the latest <laughs> in refrigeration technology that I know of, except for this craft ice thing, which, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, what can you fucking do with a refrigerator? What new innovations can you come up with? Maybe this is a good one. Maybe not. I've never had fucking craft ice, but, you know, I didn't check the price on this motherfucker either. It's probably stupid expensive like LG, all their new shit is. But Yo, Samsung makes a, a a refrigerator similar to that too, though. It does craft ice and everything. The the joint with the camera in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's ice. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that that, yeah. that that I think that's uh, I guess they all do it now probably, but that was the like the new thing. Uh, when I was well, yo, Pete Gaines, since we're talking about LG, you know, I'm doing my my afternoon Instagramming and whatnot. And I see an ad for this LG TV. So the whole commercial, it's a um, it's an LG TV. And whoever's watching the TV, they're watching the NBA playoffs. Well, off to the left on the side of the TV, it has a feed, like a running feed that shows you what sneakers the players that are on the court right now at that time are wearing. Oh, wow. So like the commercial was like, uh, Celtics versus um, I no 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 it was Wizards versus um seventy sixers so they show like Russell Westbrook sneakers they show Bradley Beal sneakers um hmm. what Joel and B was wearing and I'm like hold up that takes a whole lot of guesswork out of when you you know you watching the game yourself like yo when do those come out or are they coming out or are they player exclusives it gives you all of that information on the side of the game oh wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I hmm. thought so. Hmm. Okay. New innovations all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty man. cool. I wonder what's going to happen with cell phones, man. 
what's the next big thing there? Fucking holograms. What else can you do? You know, dude, I'm so glad I'm not in the industry anymore. Hey man, I love what I'm doing, dude. It's like I've I've got to that thing where I don't have to I don't have to chase commissions. You know, that's the good thing. I understand what you were saying, man. It's like a never-ending game. You know, it's you like a never-ending, never-ending dope game. Dude, but, you gotta think about it. I I did every aspect of of telecom from the moment I got out of college up up until now. But like as far as the whole cell phone thing goes, like man, when I um when I first started, that's like when the razor was popping, you know, the Motorola Razor. Like I was there for the first iPhone. Like, like people get so excited about like these phones and stuff. And I'm like, man, I kind of low key want to go back to a pager. <laughs> Hell beep, yeah! Like beep me, and I'll call you when I decide to. They got um, those those kind of nondescript phones. Yeah, I know. I mean, we sell them for like uh, government employees because they can't have cameras on certain government sites. Oh, hmm. Right. Like when um like whenever we're lucky enough to get a federal contract and they do mobility as well, we have to special order um phones that don't have cameras. Hmm. Because you can't go in the court certain courthouses, you can't go into the Pentagon yeah. uh with with cameras. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I almost got a job, man, with uh T Mobile doing like uh basically selling phones on a military base through i think uh then there was market source market source they run the game for real they're huge man we work with them man they have a program that's on our side of the business um so i'll see their (laughs) see their reps and stuff hey they got some of the finest reps too (laughs) not this program lord check it I remember this one market source uh, rep that used to come into my store. Um, now, mind you, this is when I'm like running like the largest store in the city, right? AT&T, right? Okay, I was not going to say the name, oh, but yeah. Well, it don't matter, man. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> They're a huge corporation. Fuck it. I don't it's, Yeah, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. It don't matter. They got lawyers. Uh, they ain't going anyway. Yeah, man. This, it's not like we're slandering them. It's all good. Anyway, man. This They're a great company. She, she used to come through. I was like, I let me ask you this. I was, huh? I'm curious. Was she a prepaid or postpaid rep? She was um, postpaid. She was doing market source, but she had the Blackberry account. And like, oh, this is at the, the okay. peak of Blackberries. With Blackberry, everybody had a Blackberry. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. For her to be black, she had like the, the most Caucasian sounding name in the <laughs> world. Hmm. What was it? it was, uh, Margaret? No, like her last name was McDougal. <laughs> Karen McDougal. <laughs> I was like, and she was from Atlanta. I was like, you sure you're black? Hmm. ATL. Yeah, some fine women in ATL. I know you keep jumping on me about like me still keeping up and talking to like different girls from my past. I've been trying my damnedest to reconnect with her. Well, did y'all let, did you, did she ever let you cut? Man, no. The only thing we did, we went to the House of Blues and that's because Marcus Swiss was paying for it and <laughs> she gave me extra drink tickets. That's what's up. 
That's what's up. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. Me and my co-managers, boy, we probably went through a bottle of Jack Daniels ourselves each. All the whole <laughs> time. Man, all them fools are drunks in this industry, man. That's all they do. When you go to That's meetings, man. That's the only way man, you continue working that long. I mean, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like it's, I spent, what, 13 years in the industry? Yeah, but you were in the, I don't know. You kind of had a no, mix, I'm right? Sorry. You was in the trenches. No. You was in the front lines, and then you kind of did the business thing. And um, and then I'm still doing that. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a different, man, that's tough, man. You know, what you did, I did a little bit, and uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. You know what was the most difficult part of it all? Was when you and I worked together, when we had to deal with old Yogi. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you remember X? Um, oh yeah, damn! Whatever happened to him? Man, his birthday was Friday. And he was going kind of crazy, man. I had to unfollow him, man. He was getting kind of crazy. Yeah, man, he was becoming like super like Muslim or something. Which, that's okay, or I don't know what he was, man. But he was kind of yeah. He was he was kind of nah, man. It was like somebody had just given him a Bible for the first time in life. You and think he so? Was like really legit. Like just dropping scripture every five minutes. I'm like, hey man, yeah, gotta chill with that. Can can you you chill on it just a little bit? Yeah, gotta cut that back. Cut that back. All while he was still smoking weed for his MS. I didn't think he was. I thought he wanted to. No, I mean, no, he he had MS really bad. Yeah, no, I know, but because we talked about it, but I thought he was like he wanted to smoke it, but like he couldn't. But for some reason, but he had MS. I couldn't remember he, something he said weird. He tried not to do it, but like some days, um, it'd just be so unbearable that he'd have to. You know, he was the first person that I ever met with MS. And then I moved out here, and like one of my homeboys, he's got it. But hmm. man, if you didn't know him, you could never tell. Like this dude is like a mutant. I don't know if it's medicine that he takes, but I'm talking about I've never gone out with somebody that can get as wasted as he does and then still pop up, go to work at 8 o'clock in the morning like nothing. No, yeah, I definitely can't do that shit yeah, no man. more. And I'm like, man, I keep telling him, man, you don't know how blessed you are because um, my god sister, she's got it. And then another girl that I grew up with in church, I just found out, it's not a girl, she's what, 42, 43? I just found out she's got it. And oh, like, damn. I could tell, tell that it's affecting her when we text back and forth about sneakers and stuff or like mm-hmm. basketball. Her her text messages come across crazy. And I'm like, yo, that must be the, the MS kicking in or something. And she oh, told damn. me that sometimes it does affect her ability to type. Ah, uh, that sucks. It does like weird stuff to different, I mean, different stuff to different people, man. It's like you can't really tell what it is. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. These diseases, man. It's all the fucked up food we eat, man. All the shit they put out there. I mean, it's like a fucked up scam. All right? You you don't have enough money to buy the real good shit, the healthy shit. Like, like bad food's pretty fucking accessible, right? I mean, they're trying to get it now where it's not like that. You eating all this bullshit because that's all you can survive on, man. You, you get fucking cancer or diabetes, you know? All kind of bullshit, and you got to go into the medical system, and I don't know. Yo, yo, so so check it. So just think about like where we grew up, 
Like, you know, like I grew up in Homewood. West Dolomite? Shut up. West Dolomite? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we grew up in like areas that were like pretty accessible to like grocery stores. You know, like you could hit Food World or uh, Food Max or whatever. Remember Dale Champs back in the day? Oh, Dale Champs. Yeah. (laughs) But yo, check it. In certain parts, like like in West End or Inslee, they don't have access, quick access to grocery stores. Like those are like legit food deserts. And right. so here, like even in Houston, like where I live, yo, I live in the burbs. Like I can walk to a grocery store if I needed to or if I wanted to. I mean, it's like super close. But like when you get into like the inner city, or even if you're outside the city but you're in the hood, I mean. It takes you like some effort to really get to a grocery store to get to fresh food. So what do you end up doing, man? You hit the corner store, whatever the corner store has, that's what you get. I mean, you're gonna get get a pack of noodles. You might be able to find some fruit. I mean, is the fruit really fresh? Uh, probably not. Right. And then you, kids are still drinking quarter water juices and stuff like that. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not healthy, man. So, I don't know what the hell these people are, you know, putting in that stuff. Hell, cavemen, bright and that is probably to kill their shit fresh, right? But we can't do that. Unless we're going to go on one of them fucking ass shows, man. What is <laughs> Back to the Wilderness or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Those shows, man. Bear Grylls? Bear Grylls? No, 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 no. We're like uh, Nat Geo, man. These people are like living, you know, back in the mountains and shit. And they got to kill their own food and I like, get firewood all the time. That's all they do. Is get fucking firewood all the goddamn time. I thought you were talking about one of those shows where you see like the um the indigenous people with like the saggy breasts and stuff. Cause I know you, you like to watch stuff like that. <laughs> no, it'd be like you and me, like, God, I'm tired of the modern world, and you know, go do some stupid shit, like try to rough it. Oh, no, and then fucking, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like live like the olden people. Nah, fuck them old people. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it, man. I'm not roughing nothing. I can't even watch black and white TV, bro. You think I'm going to be up in the fucking mountain somewhere okay, wiping my ass off, with a beaver pelt? First off, hush your mouth because I was watching the Patty Duke show the other day. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I was watching like old reruns of Patty Duke. The hell no. Cary Grant watching motherfucker. I don't know how in the hell does anybody can pay attention to a fucking black and white movie, man. They don't do any shit and they always talk like this. Uh, monotone as fuck I could go to bed like a motherfucker check it I can't get my kid to watch the first face jam because it's not in HD oh damn he's spoiled (laughs) hey man he's spoiled hey but yo back to this whole topic about food man you know what like I don't get like when we were growing up were there any kids in your class that had nut allergies it really limits how i purchase groceries in my own home damn does he the kid got a nut allergy dude mine doesn't it's these weird ass kids in the burbs that have them oh like he can't take peanut butter cookies to school. He Dang. can't take cashews or none of that type stuff. Son so, of a bitch, I love cashews. Dude, I'm telling you, cashews underrated snack. But 
in addition to that, what the fuck is a gluten? So gluten? Throw, gluten, yes. When we have birthday parties, I'm finding out that, oh, well, hey, Matthew has a gluten allergy. Will there be a oh, free menu? I'm oh, like, wait a minute. God. So when I go get this cake and I invited your crusty ass kid to this party, <laughs> I gotta make sure there's no what does gluten even look like? And when did they make this up? I don't know. It's in bread and shit. Hey man, that shit been working all these years. Why is it an issue now? I don't know, man. I don't know. It seems like it's in all the good shit, man. Like bread and fucking, you know. I don't even know what else is in, goddammit, but I know it's in bread. <laughs> I love bread. That shit good. Mm, French bread. Yummy. With some butter on there. Mm. Hey, but on a tangent, are women gluten-free? Ooh, that's a good question. I will I, tell I you this. The women come with all the gluten in the world. Then. Ooh, yeasty. Okay, now you're just taking it. In. All right. All right, brother. Weird shit that you do. <laughs> we got about six minutes left on this. Um, do you want to do – we can run another one if you want to do part two on yeah, the other I got side. Shit to do. Got shit to do. All right. Yeah. What we're going to do – start getting sponsors, yeah. Yeah. It's all good, but this has been very awesome. We're uh, – hey, we got about a little, a little bit left. Um, I think she is. Light bright. Hey, man, tell her to call in so we can get some of her um, wisdom this week. Yeah, we'll do that. We're going to – actually, everybody, we got a little bit of time, so um, I'll go ahead and say some shit. Uh, What we're going to do with the the next episodes, we're going to start taking calls from folks. Um, So we've got, you know, pretty good listenership. Uh, Some, you know, right now we do, but – uh, future um, Q and A. Yeah, future future episodes Q and A. Uh, next episode will be this Thursday, eight thirty. So Mondays and Thursdays, eight thirty p.m. Um, we're gonna be taking calls on anything from life advice to uh, maybe some sports stuff. We don't know. We'll pick topics, but uh, and hopefully new- somebody can tell me when did gluten come about. Uh, and that is Central Time, everyone. Yes, eight thirty p.m. Central Time. And uh, Reezy, what up, though? It's been great. So for Reezy, mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mediocre. We don't want to say it's been great man what the hell are you talking about man <laughs> what i say earlier man when <laughs> face pressure we do our number one thing we go into avoidance oh uh, no it's been great we need haters uh that's i welcome the haters i want haters i want them but uh that's everybody the dumbest thing people always say i need more haters you do it's true man you can talk shit but if you don't have anybody that's talking shit or hating on you then you're not relevant unfortunately i'm not I saying this love. is i want the love too but with the love comes the the <laughs> with the love comes the meanness man can't have to go without the bad pleasure without the pain so for all you guys out there oh son of a, my intro music went out all you guys out there for <laughs> reezy and grant mills we love you guys we're out <laughs>